You are listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast, episode number five. You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here because today I'm going to talk about boundaries. Now, this is something that has been really bugging me in different facets of my own personal life. And I feel like it's one of the most important things that everybody needs to be able to really develop and become a pro at. We all need to be a pro at setting our own boundaries. And we do all have different boundaries. So I do want to put that out there, that your boundaries are not going to be exactly the same as mine or anybody else's, because of course, we're all unique humans with our own sense of thresholds. But you need to find out what those thresholds are for you and practice setting some firm boundaries in place. Most of the time when we get really out of whack in our boundaries, first of all, typically it's not just one area. It's not just with our relationships with other people. Generally, if we're really out of balance in one area with our boundaries, we're also out of balance with our boundaries in another area. And that's because our boundaries are really tied to our self-value and self-worth. So if we don't feel like we're really worthy of setting our own boundaries and making the rules, so to speak, in our own lives, then we're going to do that in all of the different aspects of our lives. We're going to start letting our health go out the door and just grabbing whatever sleep we can get when we're not doing other people's work or grabbing whatever quick grab unhealthy meal we can grab because we're too busy taking care of other things and jam packing our schedule with all of the things that we've said yes to. So Today, I just really want to hone in on, A, the three different types of boundaries that we could definitely use a little bit more work on. And they're not the only three in existence, but they are a good place to start. And B, deciding and setting something out in stone that you're going to do, whether that's like a phrase you're going to say in order to respond and put that boundary in place with other people, or um, setting some kind of a, a time limit on how much other things you're doing. For example, setting a time limit for when you're going to put work away every night and say something like, I'm not going to work after 6pm and then make that a hard boundary that doesn't get breached. Set some of those very specific boundaries and get those in place, get them prepared so that when those breaches come up, and they will, if they have been, they're going to continue doing so. It's not going to get better. I hate to tell you that. So many people are, you know, just like running on this hamster wheel, waiting for it to get better, or they're in a toxic relationship that's very like love and hate and disastrous, and they're just waiting for it to get better. And I'm telling you that unless you make a change, and set boundaries, none of the other chaos that's going on is going to get better. That's also true, by the way, in your home. Of course, I talk a lot about clutter-free living and stuff here. That's very true for your home environment. You even have to have boundaries inside of your home spaces. But like I said, when you get out of whack with your boundaries in one area, it tends to track over to other areas. The good thing is, when you start getting back in alignment with your own boundaries in one area, you start to develop more confidence 
And remember, like the lack of boundaries tends to be related to your self-value and self-worth. So as that confidence builds, it only becomes easier to continue setting boundaries in other areas. So improving in just one area of your life with boundaries by setting some boundaries, seeing how that feels, building it up, getting that confidence up, and then taking that and transferring it to other areas and aspects of your life that can use boundaries, it's going to be a lot easier as you start to develop that practice. And it is a practice, just like any kind of social skill or time routine, schedule, habits, all all of this stuff is learned over time. It's a developed skill that was either taught to you or that you've gained and learned based on different experiences and how you perceived those experiences. It's the whole concept kind of of limiting beliefs. We all have these limiting beliefs in different areas of our lives, and when they start to to blur out and, and affect your self-worth and self-value because of all of these stories you've been telling yourself for so long and attached to your identity, well, that starts to show in the boundaries, the boundaries that are basically non-existent until you start to take those intentional action steps to put them in place. So one area where we all need to have boundaries is just for ourselves, personal boundaries, like taking care of your body, setting some kind of time schedule again for when you're going to work or for when you're going to sleep to make sure that your body is getting the number of hours of sleep that it requires, making sure that you're doing healthy grocery shopping and filling your body with good nutritious foods, even though it doesn't sound like it's all that important to a lot of people, it makes a difference. How your body feels is going to make a difference on your mood, on your energy, on everything else throughout the day. Because, you know, you can't really accomplish or give anything your best work or be in a pleasant, uplifting spirit if your body is feeling like crap because you're feeding it crap and you're not giving it the nutrition that it needs. So setting those boundaries with yourself. I mean, that could be as simple as not bringing home whatever your crutch food item is that you're really trying to cut out. Maybe it's extra sugar or, you know, caffeine or fat, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to adjust. That could mean setting a boundary of not bringing certain things home or only doing things certain days of the week. So one guilty pleasure of my family is we we really like fast food. I know it's super unhealthy. Um, I've been treating myself with McDonald's since I was a little kid. And then when I went off to college, every time I had an exam, I would reward myself with McDonald's. So now it's like attached to this reward center in my brain. Even if whether I failed the test or passed the test was irrelevant. Because if I failed it, then it was like a consolation prize for me to get McDonald's. And of course, if I passed it, then it was just a reward. So thing, you know, just to say that we really happen to like eating our fast food. We like eating pizza. We like going to whatever, you know, Domino's or Little Caesars and just eating cheap pizza. It's something that our entire family likes. But obviously, for financial reasons and for health reasons, we can't do that every day. We have to set some kind of a boundary. So pretty early on, we've been doing this for about three years now, maybe four, where We have fast food Fridays. Fridays is our day to get fast food. As a family, we can all just kind of chime in and give our vote. Um, If it's something that we had the last week, then the vote tends to go to whatever the new option is. But that's one of our that's one of our boundaries. 
And so the kids know, like, even if they're hungry and they're not wanting to wait for me to cook, they know not to even bother asking for us to go grab some fast food because that's a boundary we have in place. And again, you know, that that's a boundary that affects our health and our finances. So those are different types of boundaries you need to consider for yourself are personal boundaries with your finances, with your health, with your time, with minding your own business. So many people constantly feel like they are overwhelmed and like they have so much stuff on their plate and they're frustrated and they're emotional. And a lot of times I'll talk to these people and their emotions have nothing to do with anything that's going on in their own life. They're worried and fretting about something that's going on in somebody else's life. And if we would all just stick in our lane, we would have so much less stress and overwhelm. We would have more time on our hands. We got to learn to you know, to prioritize and that it's okay to take a step back. Every time you're bored, you don't have to go and try to help solve somebody else's problems for them because you have a little extra time. And now you're all frustrated and flustered about their problems and talking to so and so about, you know, all of that stuff, all of that drama can be alleviated just by developing a boundary in that area that unless you're asked for help, you're going to stay in your own lane, you're going to mind your own business. Think of how much weight's going to be lifted. Think of how much weight is lifted when you're not having to worry about what anybody else is doing or the bad decisions that anybody else is making because you're sitting pretty focused on what you've got going on in your own life. You're setting yourself some new boundaries. You're getting yourself healthy. You're getting better relationships. And while you're making those changes and pulling back and, you know, focusing on yourself and not focusing so much on other people, wonderful things are going to start to happen. You're going to notice that yourself starts doing a lot better. You have a lot more time. You have more energy. You're excited to wake up and work on these other projects that you actually enjoy or that are in betterment of you instead of getting caught up in other people's drama and messes. So that's just food for thought. That's definitely a personal boundary that a lot of people don't really consider because a lot of people will rely on that, that, you know, common excuse of, well, I'm just trying to help. But sometimes help isn't wanted. And when it's not wanted, then it becomes a boundary breach. So how are you going to take some boundaries, take some steps to set some boundaries in your own personal life for your personal self? Can you make sure that you're getting more sleep every night, make sure that you're eating healthier, make sure that you're, you know, working out and make sure that you're maintaining positive relationships. And then we've, of course, got boundaries for other people. So this is something that I've been dealing with a lot in my own like personal behind the scenes family life is just there are some family members that I have that let people walk all over them like they don't have any kind of personal boundaries when it comes to helping other people. And honestly, I see the same thing happening all the time. I get emails from people who are telling me about their home situation and how they're trying to get things in order, but, and then they start sharing, you know, these interpersonal relationship things. And I'm just, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, you really need some boundaries, right? You need to enforce some boundaries. So I'm convinced that this is just like an epidemic and that everybody really needs a A lesson. We all need to be forced to take some high school class that's all about setting personal boundaries. And it gets frustrating because you care about these people. You listen to them and it sounds like, man, you know, you're being so mistreated and you want to help. So you give advice 
And then they never take any action on the advice. They never make any changes because in the end, it's their fault. They have refused to set any kind of boundaries and people have taken advantage of that. And I hate to say that, but it's so true. Like if you feel like you are constantly a doormat and people are walking all over you and they're taking all of your time and they're you know taking all of your money. It's your fault because you haven't set clearer boundaries. You have to have boundaries. And when you have boundaries in place, then people aren't even able to do that because you say no. You don't give them access to your time or to your money or to your energy. You close that line off until you're ready to open it. All about those personal boundaries. But it really helps if you start early, even as early as your kids. When you're first having kids or your, your kids are young, start early with setting those boundaries because it's going to be a whole lot harder if you wait until they're teenagers or adults to really start enforcing some boundaries. And that's another area that really bleeds into our homes is not setting any kind of firm, like you want to be a fun parent that your kids love to communicate with and hang out with and you know like the cool parent I personally consider myself a cool parent and I have boundaries so first of all like get that whole mindset out of your mind like that if you have boundaries somehow you're no longer a fun and loving parent because that's just not the case but kids really they they like having boundaries they want to know what's expected it makes things easier when everybody knows exactly where everybody else stands and exactly what's expected you know a lot of moms say that the bane of their existence is their kids' toys. But no matter how it's presented to them or how many checklists or reasons I give them or they find elsewhere online, they refuse to take any of their kids' toys away. They refuse to set some kind of a boundary or some kind of a limit, even if it's just like, you know, a few giant toy boxes and that's their boundary and limit. Some people refuse to set any kind of boundary for their kids' toys. And they constantly, every day, are living the effects of that. They're living the effects of that lack of a boundary and wondering why they're so tired and exhausted and frustrated and don't have any time to do other things and why these dang toys are everywhere. And the reason is because you haven't set a boundary and followed through with that. Everyone needs boundaries. In fact, Sometimes you should let your kids find their own boundaries. As they're growing, you know, you don't want to be the parent who prevents them from feeling any kind of natural consequences. I know a lot of parents like that, too, who just don't want to let their children experience anything negative. So they cushion everything for them and, you know, cover up any mistakes that they make and correct their mistakes for them, essentially. And they're not having to feel any kind of response from breaking through certain boundaries that shouldn't have been breached. This is how kids learn their own boundaries is by bumping up into things and pushing limits and then finding out where the wall is because they run into it. You know, you have to let them do that in order to for them to develop this whole internal sense of where appropriate boundaries are. Otherwise, you end up with adult children who are living at home, letting you pay for everything well into their late 20s, early 30s, 40s, and have no ambition and no sense of responsibility to go out there and tend to things on their own. And it's because they were never really able to experience the natural consequences for any of their actions up to that point. They have no accountability. They have no sense of boundaries, personal boundaries. 
You have to let people experience those boundaries and you have to make sure that you're setting your own boundaries, being an example with the boundaries that you're setting. So enough on that. Um, The last kind of boundaries I want to mention is about your space. So here we're getting a little more back into the, the technical clutter side of things, because like I said, you know, boundaries exist in every different area of our lives. And one of those areas is your home. So that's why you'll see a lot of times when people have no boundaries within their home, everything is just kind of strewn about. Things just are wherever they landed. And it becomes very difficult for people to then pick up and get organized or ordered or rearrange things because there's really no boundary for any specific type of belongings. So when it comes to your stuff in your space, it's like the ocean, Okay, the ocean has its own boundaries. It stays in its water part of the world and it has a boundary of land and other things. Now, what happens if the ocean doesn't follow its boundary? If it just decides, I'm going to go everywhere, then you've got these situations like tsunamis. So, a lot of people are having a tsunami inside of their home because they haven't set up any boundaries for all of the things that are in it. So when it comes to creating a simplified home space and home life and really having things organized to where you can live and function daily and really be able to get the most out of your space, including more energy, um, being supported and all the different functions that you're trying to fulfill throughout the day, all of your whatever your work projects or creative projects are, all the things that you're filling your time with, which is where we expend our energy. I always say we gain our energy from our home. And we expend our energy with our schedule. So everything is really a teeter-totter balance between our schedule and our home as far as as far as building up and replenishing your energy. So how how you set those spaces up is dependent on boundaries. One thing that I'm really big on teaching, and I'll do it in a different podcast more than likely, is about spatial constraints. And spatial constraints are essentially just boundaries for your stuff. So depending on what kind of category or what kind of purpose or function things are are being used for, grouping those things together and then putting them somewhere that has firm boundaries that are obvious whenever they're being breached. So do the things that are in your home have boundaries? Or are they just taking up space on shelves and on the floor and in corners? You know, you know what I'm talking about, like junk drawers and the corners of your rooms, all of those things. Do they have some kind of firm boundary that is intentional? It's placed where you need it to be placed in order to be able to fulfill the best daily life that you can inside of your home space and get the most out of whatever layout you've set up. Are, are they, you know, in these assigned spaces with borders or do you need to be developing more boundaries for your stuff? So keep in mind those three sections of boundaries, the boundaries for yourself, you know, health, well-being, minding your own business, um, you know, your boundaries for other people, not being a doormat, setting boundaries of how you expect to be treated, boundaries for your kids, whether they're young, whether they're old, and then just, you know, in general, learning to say no. The best way, I believe, to to practice for interpersonal boundaries, whether that's your sister or whoever you're having some kind of interpersonal boundaries with, practice some phrases that you're going to use and just use those over and over again until they feel comfortable. 
write them down, like literally take out your pen and paper and write down what you're going to say the next time this situation pops up where a boundary is being breached because you know it's going to happen again. We've already discussed that until the boundaries are in place and all people are aware of them, they're going to continue to happen. So what exactly are you going to say or what specific actions are you going to take when that happens again? Something that you feel comfortable with. So maybe you write it down and you go announce it a few times in the mirror just to make sure it sounds like you and it sounds like something that you're going to be able to stand behind and feel comfortable with and just practice that. And then it'll make it a lot easier the next time that situation comes up to just drop that bomb, you know, put that put that boundary out there, verbal or otherwise. And you can do the same thing with your self boundaries. Start looking at your schedule and look at different, you know, messing around with different times where you can realistically, knowing yourself, realistically be able to make some boundaries on your time and on your schedule and stick to them. And it might just take, you know, you sitting there and finagling with things with your calendar and your pen for a while and deciding, you know, based on your family schedule and how you guys interact, what time you eat dinner or what time you go to work and all of the different factors Based on those factors, what could you realistically set in place as a boundary to be able to have more of your health, more of your space, you know, just daily schedule space and more of your time? Boundaries are incredibly important and practicing them is like an art that I hope that you'll get just as passionate about as I am. I hope that you really, truly will Not be somebody who complains, less complaining, more boundaries. Don't complain about the way people are treating you. Don't complain about how you don't have enough time or how you can't do other things that you're wanting to do because your schedule is so packed and you're so busy. Don't be somebody who complains about the situation that you're in. Be somebody who sets boundaries and course corrects that situation. And I promise it's going to make you and everybody around you, everybody in your life, much happier. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, but I also really, really hope that you take some action and just start popping boundaries up all over the place. Spread the word like a virus to where everybody is just developing and raising up their boundaries so that we can all be healthier and happier. And as usual, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go leave me a review over on Apple Podcast so that other people can continue to search for and find me. I'll catch you next time. Have a good day.